Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is New Bedford's news talk station, the place where the South Coast comes to talk about all the hottest issues locally and beyond. This is WBSM. Call in to have your voice heard at 508-996-0500. Or open up the WBSM app and hit app chat to text us. Or open line to leave us a voicemail. Let's hear it, South Coast. And good morning. Happy Thursday to you. Hopefully it's a little bit less smoky for you as you're waking up in the morning. I hadn't really noticed it inside the house until yesterday. And I I think it was a little wor a little little better when I was out and about. I went over to the supermarket after I left here and got some gas and I said, "Well, uh, this, I'm not really feeling it like I was on Tuesday." But then when I got home, I know I had left the windows open. And when I came home, I could smell it inside the house. But it was nothing that a little blast of air spray, uh, what do you call it, room room deodorizer didn't fix. After I sprayed that, it, I didn't really smell it so much anymore. I mean, I, I do like the smell of a nice fire, but not when I know that it's inescapable, which is what we've had the last few days. But it seems a little bit better out there today. I don't see the same haze around the sky as the sun is coming up. So, but still, you know, follow those tips that you heard in the news and make sure that you keep yourself safe. And if it does bother you, you can wear a mask. It actually will help you. It will keep some of those smoke particles from getting into your nostrils and and down your throat. It it really will work. So if uh, if that is something that is bothering you, I hope that you make it through today relatively unscathed. Uh, by the way, last night, if you missed it, on the Howie Car Show, Taylor Cormier was filling in for Howie, and they're shifting some things around because Grace had her baby. Congratulations to Grace and her husband. But So she's going to be spending some time with the baby, and they're going to be shifting things around as they do some different coverage. So you're going to hear some more of Taylor, for sure. But last night, he had a great interview with Stephen Bassett of the Paradigm Research Group, And if you are interested in this UFO whistleblower, then you want to listen to this interview. Even if you don't, if you don't believe this whistleblower or you're, you're skeptical about it like I am, you should still listen to the discussion that Taylor had with Steve Bassett because they really got into why disclosure hasn't happened and what Steve expects to happen now as a result of this whistleblower and some other reports that have come out. And it was just a a great interview. And it's something that Taylor, I know, has been passionate about for a long time. Because when I was here doing Spooky South Coast, way back when, you know, he was either a a host here during the day or working in the newsroom, he would be a Spooky South Coast listener. And he would always, sometimes he would call in to talk UFOs. Sometimes he would come in and talk UFOs. So it's something that has interested him for a long time. 
And it was it was great hearing that discussion yesterday. Steve Bassett is somebody we've had on Spooky South Coast many, many, many times over the years. And every year I would ask him the question, well, Steve, is this the year? Is this the year we're going to get disclosure? And every year Steve would say, well, you know, it's it's coming. It's coming. I don't want to make a predict. And then sometimes he would just be like, yes, this is the year it'll happen. But now we're to the point where, you know, he's convinced that it's right around the corner where we're going to have to know pretty much everything that there is to know. So you can check out that interview on the HowieCarshow.com website, wherever you get your Howie Car podcast from, and you can hear that for yourself. Uh, we do have a call on the line, 508-996-0500. If you want to get involved in the discussion, good morning. You are on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. How's it going? Going. Um, so I saw a lot of interesting videos last night. Um, you know, I was in bed and scrolling through YouTube and stuff, and I, well, I was watching a couple of videos, and I, I noticed that a lot of these people that live in Canada, like in and around the, 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 the wildfires, Mm-hmm. They, they're offering up their, you know, hundred thousands of dollars of equipment, like bulldozers and stuff, and to the to the town governments and stuff and whatnot, a local legislator, and, and they're denying it. They're literally denying it. They're like, no, 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 we have everything under control. It's like, if, if these people are, you know, I, I encourage you, hey, go, you know, look look up some of, some of these videos up in Canada. Local governments are denying the regular citizens' help. You know, they're saying, oh, no, we're, we're following wildfire experts. It's like, hey, listen, man, this has been going on for a little over a month now. And it's like, I don't think they have it under control. I think they, they should, you know, take the offer up from the citizens and let them help. You know, and, and, and the, they're, not, they're not letting them do anything. And I, well, mean, I, I watched a lot of interesting videos last night about that. Are, are, are citizens trained to fight against wildfires? What's that again? Sorry. Are, ci- are the citizens trained to fight against wildfires? No, but I mean, if you, if, okay, so if we had a, if we, if we had wildfires, right, in, let's say Massachusetts, for instance, right, and like say we lived in a real heavily, heavily wooded area, and you owned a construction business that has, you know, whatever, twenty-five bulldozers, right, big bulldozers, like D9s and D8s and stuff, right, big, big, big guys. And you offered it up to, let's say, Maura Healy, and you said, hey, listen, I have such and such ex- ex- um, excavators and bulldozers help. I want to put the equipment, you know, they're off, they're literally volunteering to help. They're not asking for re- uh, for payment. And, and, and Maura Healy turns around and says, no, that's okay, we have everything under control, when in reality, they don't. Those wildfires are, are out of control. They're not, they're not under control, but they're did- out of control. Do they have people that could take that equipment and utilize it? Yeah, the right the, the people that are trained on it, the regular citizens that have the, that have the licenses and the hydraulic licenses and stuff like that to operate the equipment. Why not use it? Well, I don't I don't want people fighting fires if they're not trained to fight fires. Well, it's not fighting fires, Tim. It's doing preventative preventative. So they're going to go out and clear. No, clear I, some I of the dead what, wood so that it's less likely to spark up. Is that is that what they're trying to do? I think what the guy was trying to say in the video was that they were trying to push with the dozers. They were trying to push mounds of dirt, like in a line that was that would prevent the wildfires from spreading even further. You know what I'm trying to say? Like they're trying to make those those bulldozers can make some pretty pretty good sized mounds. 
And I think what they were trying to do is they were trying, they were helping, and they got stopped. Like, they were helping, but then they, they were told to go home. You know, everything's under control, and in reality, they're getting, they're getting evacuated from their houses and their lands and, and told to go home. It's like, you know, I watched a lot. I, I, I seen one video. You know how the wormhole is. Like you watch one video, and next thing you know, you're wrapped up in 20 different videos, and I put, a lot, I put all of them together, and I'm like, okay, well, I guess the Canadian government doesn't want the citizens' help which I think is, is crazy, especially if you have something that you can't control. That's, that's out of control. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking on Google now. I'm not seeing anything about it. But my guess is that, you know, if, if the fire experts are saying that that's not an effective strategy to stop the wildfire, that's why they're telling them not to do it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think anything at this point would, get, would, would be helpful. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, part of it, part of it the, the sad thing is, is part of it, once these wildfires do start, you know, and a lot of the times they just they do let them burn because they do let them take care of all the, you know, the the, the forest that needs to burn uh, in order to not have this happen again next year. That's that's yeah. what, that's the concern is that, you know, this this could be something that doesn't just happen once. I mean, look at California. You know, they go yeah. through a season of wildfires. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I know that. Yeah, it's just it's just crazy. I mean, if you actually look at the the, the fire map right now, I mean. You have three quarters of Canada <laughs> yeah, up, they have, in, up, in, up in flames right now. They have a lot more forest than, than, uh, than yeah. we do to, to catch on fire. Yeah. And I, I mean, I've seen, uh, I've seen a video where a guy was talking about it, and he's, you know, I, I, I would say he's a kind of a conspiracy theorist, but he was, he was telling, I guess he was saying that these people are getting, you know, the, the government set the fires and everything else, and which it, it, it might be true because, you know, these these forests need to get take. I know. I know. Wildfire services do set controlled fires. To yeah, burn they have controlled burns. Off. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know if they they set too much of it on fire at once. You know what I mean? Well, and, and maybe it just got out of control. I don't. I don't know. I don't. It's it's a very interesting story, though. I'll tell you that much. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty wrapped up in it right now. And uh, and hope this all out. Hopefully, they get it under control, and hopefully, you know, the weather kind of helps because that's been the biggest part. Is yeah. it's been yeah, just it's been too dry, rain. way too dry. Yeah, we haven't had a lot of rain. All right, yeah. well, all right. Thank Thanks you so. for the call. You have a good day. All right, I'll talk to you. See you. And uh, yeah, that is that is the biggest problem here is that there just hasn't been enough rain. There hasn't been enough moisture, not just here, obviously, but also in Canada. Um, when I went to Canada, just went a few years ago. I'm trying to think of what year it was. It was pre-pandemic, so I think it was 2019. Was the last time that I went to Canada and it just, it, it took, it was, I don't want to say it was culture shock because it's very similar, but it did take me aback by how helpful everybody was. Like, you know, they joke around about Canadians being so nice, but it, it was true. I mean, I was in the city of Toronto and I don't like everybody because obviously they could tell that I wasn't from there. I, I'd like to think that I don't have a Boston accent, but I certainly I'm sure sounded like an American. And uh, and also, you know, you can tell when somebody's not from somewhere because they're looking all around like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. But um, everybody was so nice and helpful. So I'm not surprised that, you know, people want to come out and help with something like this. I think that's just in their in their nature and in their upbringing. But it's um, it's something that I'm sure is exacerbated by the fact that they they don't deal with this enough. You know, in California, unfortunately, 
they have this happen quite a bit. And I've seen some of the Canadian experts saying, you know, this is this is more than than we're used to handling. So we'll see, you know, how much of it they get a the hold on. But at least here we should start to see some of the the smoke clear up. 508-996-0500. You can also hit us up on App Chat on the WBSM app. Uh, yesterday, we, and we can we can talk about this a little bit today because I mentioned it yesterday morning, and I didn't get any calls about it. I know Barry talked about it, Chris and Marcus talked about it, and we put the article up at wbsm.com and on our Facebook page about the old gristmill restaurant in Seekonk offering a rainbow cake for Pride Month. And there was a lot of negativity in the comments on the old gristmill Facebook page. And so we put the story up. You know, Fun 107 had it on their page. It was Jackson from Fun 107 who wrote the story. So Fun 107 had it on their page. I didn't dive too much into the comments on that page, but on the WBSM Facebook page, when we put it up there yesterday afternoon, it got a lot of reaction, a lot of comments. And you can go check it out. I I think there's over 100 comments on it last time I checked. And you, you always have to brace for the worst in any social media comments. You will always have to brace for the worst. You always have to brace for people who come in and troll, people who come in and spam. Uh, And just let me point out that a lot of you have pointed out that there have been some spam comments made on WBSM Facebook posts. And we are aware of that. We try to get in there and clear those out. But anytime there's like breaking news there's always somebody who goes in there and comments like, and they put a YouTube link. Well, what looks like a YouTube link that says, you know, live footage of the scene and all the, and that's all fake. Don't click on that. It's, it's posted by people who are not associated with WBSM, not associated with the news. It, it don't trust the links. When you click on it, it is not going to bring you to video of the event. And then when we get in there, I mean, it's myself, Phil Devitt, we're the ones that kind of go in there and and try to patrol and and clean these up. But of course, we can't spend our whole day in the Facebook comments cleaning these up. So you might see one pop up from time to time while you're in there offering up your own comments. Just don't click on them. We will eventually get to them. We see them. We report them as spam. And then we delete the video and we block the person from posting. The problem is... They just keep creating new accounts or they have other accounts that come and post those links. So it's hard to stay ahead of it. And Facebook is not helping. We're reporting it as spam and Facebook is not recognizing it as spam. So if they did, the spam filters would start to catch some of these videos. But anyway, so I was in the comments on the old gristmill story and I was expecting for it to go as badly as it did in the comments of the old Gristmill Tavern page. But I was surprised by the overwhelming positivity in the comments. And it was a lot of, you know, well, hey, listen, you don't have to agree with that lifestyle, but it's a private business. If they want to put that cake for sale, they can. Other people are saying it's just a cake. You don't want to. You don't want to eat it. Don't order it. 
Other people saying you can enjoy rainbow cake without having to support Pride Month. It's still good cake. You know, there was a lot of viewpoints in there that were all overwhelmingly positive. And then I went back over to the old Gristmill Tavern page and I started looking at who some of the folks were offering up negative comments, saying things like, well, I'm never going to go there again now. And it was a lot of people that, you know, if the location that they put on their Facebook account is accurate, they're not even from the area. So I, I'm hoping that there's, you know, not going to be, I think there's going to be a lot of people who go out to the old Gristmill Tavern and support them for this. You know, we hear enough about restaurants doing bad things. Do you remember the story last year with the restaurant in Tiverton that put up the Anne Frank meme and then didn't understand what they did wrong? Tried to weasel out of it by giving some bogus explanation that the, the owner was a, an immigrant who didn't go to school so he didn't know who Anne Frank was. I, I mean, come on, if you didn't know who Anne Frank was, the meme wasn't funny. It wasn't funny anyway, but you wouldn't have found it funny if you didn't know who she was. But we've seen so many of those cases. You know, look at what's going on in the Cape now with, uh, with the story of the, the person who run, well, did run the establishment down there possibly being charged with a hate crime. So we see enough of these stories it's good to have a positive story that maybe will bring some business into that restaurant when other people are claiming they won't go there again. 508-996-0500. Got to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. And, of course, we will have the phone lines open for you throughout the morning. But uh, a little bit later on, uh, just after the 8 o'clock news, we are going to be joined by District Attorney Tom Quinn and Brian Rose from the DA's office. We're going to be talking about the Bristol County Celebration of Seniors, which is happening Next Friday, June 16th, it'll be taking place from 9 to noon at White's of Westport. Seniors can enjoy a free breakfast and a resource fair with speakers, giveaways, and important information. Our own Marcus Farrow and Chris McCarthy will be there broadcasting live from the conference uh, from 9 to noon on Friday, June 16th. And we will have all the information for you later on about how you can get involved and you can RSV your place. This is where you can not only go to have a great, delicious, free breakfast, seniors, but you can also get valuable information about some of the scams that are out there, about some of these services that are there for you. It's, it's, an, it's designed, and D.A. Quinn and, and Brian will talk more about it when they come in, but it's designed to give you the information that you need to protect yourself, but also for those who care for you to be able to help you protect yourself as well. So we'll talk more about that coming up after the 8 o'clock news. Uh, and speaking of taking care of yourself, you have to make sure that you have insurance, right? Insurance is what takes care of you when you need it most. And nobody's been doing it as long as Paul and Dixon Insurance. It's a name you can trust. They were founded in 1852. That means they've been providing insurance locally for almost two centuries. And their staff averages over 15 years of experience so they know the South Coast and they know the kind of things that you need to be insured against. They also have access to over 30 carriers, which is the largest selection of insurance carriers in the region. So they can get you the best deals on your insurance as well. So not only do they have the knowledge, they have the access to the best deals to make sure that you and your family are taken care of. Paul and Dixon is the place to go when you need insurance. 388 County Street in New Bedford. You can give them a call at 
888-888-8593. But the easiest way is to visit them on the web at www.pd-ins.com. That's pd-ins.com. And we will, uh, we will certainly talk more about Paul and Dixon and all the great work that they do. But right now, we have to go into the newsroom with Kate Robinson. Five people have been wounded, including four very young children, in a knife attack in the French town of Annecy on Thursday morning. French officials say an attacker with a knife injured the children and others, some gravely, in the Alpine town just before 10 a.m. The kids are around three years old and were at a park playground near a lake when they were attacked. Police have detained the suspect. President Emmanuel Macron says the victims are, quote, between life and death and added that the nation is under shock. Today is another day of unhealthy, dangerous air quality in the New York City area due to smoke from Canadian wildfires. City health officials are urging folks to try and avoid prolonged outdoor exposure and to wear a mask when outside. The fire department is distributing masks at certain locations in the five boroughs. Forecasters say the air quality and smoky conditions are expected to improve tomorrow and then be significantly better for Saturday and Sunday. But at least some of the smoke choking the skies across the Northeast may linger at least until next week. Trey Thomas reports. It's a concern for those with underlying health conditions. This New Yorker describes how the smoke is affecting her. This morning in the car, I could feel a little difference, like, in my eyes. I kind of feel like allergy eyes, you know what I mean? Like, you kind of just want to rub your eyes a little bit, but otherwise I feel okay. Nearly 100 million people in more than a dozen states were under air quality alerts on Wednesday. At one point, New York City was listed as having the worst air quality in the world. I'm Trey Thomas. Vice President Kamala Harris will be in the Bahamas today to announce over $100 million in U.S. aid to the Caribbean. Harris will be the highest-ranking U.S. official to visit the island nation since it became independent in 1973. The vice president will announce new assistance for the Caribbean that includes over $50 million in humanitarian aid for Haiti. The financial aid will also establish two new U.S. embassies in the Eastern Caribbean. U.S. officials have not yet specified where the embassies will be located. Former President Trump has reportedly been notified he's the target of ongoing criminal investigation over his handling of classified documents. Trump was found to have had over 300 documents with classified markings at his Mar-a-Lago residence after he'd left office. An indictment would mark the first time a former president has been charged with a federal crime. At least two people are hurt after a shooting at a carnival in Alpharetta, Georgia, just a half-hour drive north of Atlanta. Police responded to calls of shots fired last night at around 7 p.m. local time. The condition of both victims is unknown, but one was airlifted and the other was taken by an ambulance to a local hospital. The Vatican says Pope Francis slept well after undergoing surgery. The Pope had intestinal surgery on Wednesday, and the Holy See press office says the three-hour operation, quote, took place without complications. This morning, Vatican officials say the Pope's night passed well at the hospital in Rome. Pro wrestling icon The Iron Sheik is dead at the age of 81. A statement posted yesterday on the WWE Hall of Famer's Twitter account said he, quote, departed this world peacefully, leaving behind a legacy that will endure for generations to come. His match with Hulk Hogan at Madison Square Garden in 1984 led to the birth of the Hulkamania phenomenon. California.
Tupac Shakur now has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. The rapper's family and friends were on hand for Wednesday's ceremony. The posthumous honor comes nearly three decades after he was shot and killed at the age of 25. Ira Spitzer has more. Known for songs including California Love and Hit 'Em Up, Shakur was gunned down during the height of his career, shot four times during a drive-by shooting in Las Vegas. The case has never been solved. Iris Spencer, San Francisco. And the Nuggets are taking back the lead in the NBA Finals. Denver crushed the Heat 109-94 in Game 3 Wednesday in Miami. The teams will meet for Game 4 on Friday. In other sports, the Red Sox lost to the Guardians in Cleveland yesterday 5-2. They'll play again in tonight's rubber match at 7-10. Now for your local forecast from ABC6. Well, we have another air quality alert in effect for our area today. And we're going to be seeing another day of clouds and sun this morning with those increasing clouds in the afternoon and another chance of some afternoon showers. Today we'll reach a high of 67. Overnight tonight we get down to 48 degrees. And for tomorrow, we're going to repeat the same mid-60s and some more scattered showers in the forecast. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Skylar Spindler on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. At the moment, it is 52 degrees and mostly cloudy. I'm Kate Robinson for WBSM News. Stay up to date with WBSM, New Bedford's news talk station. And get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. Tupac getting a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, but talked about everybody that was there. She didn't mention the guest of honor. Why wasn't Tupac there? You, you know he's not really dead, right? I've heard that, yes. No, I believe that he really is dead. <laughs> but there's, there's still a lot of people who think that he is alive because he has been very prolific in releasing music since he since he was mm-hmm. shot and killed. Yeah. So it's it's pretty incredible. Uh, and, and it's certainly because he's alive somewhere hiding from people for the last 30 years and not because he just recorded a whole bunch of stuff while he was alive. No, I yeah, I think it's more plausible that he's still still with us. Um wasn't there a hologram of him at some point? They did at one of the yeah. music festivals. They they had him on stage with a hologram and it was Mixed reactions okay. to the hologram. But then there was talk of they were going to go out and do a tour. They did that with Elvis, where they did a series of Elvis shows where they had an Elvis hologram performing, and people were paying, like, big money to go out and see this. And I, I guess I guess that's kind of different because some of Elvis's band was still alive, uh-huh. and they were part of the shows. So you're seeing, like, some of the legendary performers that performed with him. But I don't know. I don't know that I would pay, you know, 100 bucks for a ticket to go see a Tupac hologram performing on stage yeah i mean it would have to be a pretty convincing hologram not not unless i knew that the real tupac was going to come out and walk out at the end for the encore or i mean honestly what's to say if he is still alive maybe it's a quote-unquote hologram and he like just painted himself all white and green or or whatever or like pretending they're projecting it onto the onto the stage but he's actually like underneath the stage and that's what they're recording is the projection yeah so I, I thought he was going to come out, you know, hand in hand with like Andy Kaufman, but it didn't happen. Because Andy Kaufman definitely is still alive. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, I had a theory about that. So there's, there's the song Man in the Moon, right? Yeah. From the movie. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, well, from the REM that came up before the movie. Sure. But when the movie came out, they did a, a music video for it. A new one for the movie. And at the end of the video, you can see this weird shot where the there's like a custodian or something that carries a ladder. A crew member that carries a ladder by or something like that. And the camera just stays on him just a little bit too long. So for the longest time, I was like, that's Andy Kaufman. They're trying to tell us with this video that Andy Kaufman is still alive. Uh-huh. But that was like 1998 and he still hasn't resurfaced. So I don't, I don't know if that was true. I love that. I love stories like that. Like they're doing cameos in their own posthumous music videos. Right. It's, it's very Tom Sawyer attending his own funeral kind of a thing. It's follow the breadcrumbs. Yeah. The truth is out there. <laughs> love it. So maybe we'll get that Biggie, Tupac, Andy Kaufman, you know, trio album. Well, I always thought it was kind of sad how, you know, your funeral is like everyone you've, presumably everyone you've known and loved have it, you know, it's a somber affair, but it can also be kind of a party and it's just sad to miss it. So I think everyone should just like decide to have their funeral before they die because... There, there are some people that choose to do that. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I've okay. seen that happen before. Well, there you go. And I'm going to I'm gonna have, when I have mine, I'm going to say this on the radio so it's on the record because I don't think my family is going to follow my wishes. <laughs> okay. For my wake, I want to be standing up. I want to be like leaning up against like a, <laughs> a, a pole or something with a top hat and cane and are, tails. And are it's going to weekend at Bernie's you? They can if they want, <laughs> but we're going to have a selfie station where everybody can come and take one last selfie with me. Amazing. Before they, I mean, you don't even have to put me in the ground. You can toss me in a dumpster. I don't care what happens to me, <laughs> but I just want to make sure that everybody has fun. And uh-huh. they can take one last selfie with me. So. There you go. Yeah. All right. Okay. I look like I'm dead in most of my selfies anyway, so it won't really Stop. be that much of a difference. <laughs> All right. Well, 508-996-0500, if you want to call in and get involved in the conversation, you can also hit us up via app chat on the WBSM app if you want to take part in the discussion there. But right now, I've got to take my next break. We'll be back in a few moments. Um. Welcome back in 508-996-0500. You know, it's, it's not magic how Precision Window and Kitchen can better protect your home. It's from years of experience, years of knowledge and know-how. That's how they get it done. And it could be something as simple as repairing a screen in your window. It could be something as major as putting a new roof on your home. They do it all. No job too big, no job too small. They'll do the job that the other guys won't do. And in fact, a lot of time when the guy, other guys are doing those jobs, they're going to Precision Window and Kitchen to get materials, to get things done. They make those double-pane windows right there, in, right behind their showroom. They have their workshop. That's where they build everything. I've been through. I've seen it all. It's amazing. It's huge back there. And they have so much stuff, and they have it all on hand so that they can make sure they get the job done faster. So... I know we haven't had a whole ton of rain, but when we've had some rain, you probably notice some leaky spots on your roof. You probably notice that your roof is fading in some areas. Well, they can make sure that you get a new roof as fast as possible because they have materials on hand to get the job done. And 
like I said, they've been doing it for almost 30 years. They've got the experience. They can get the job done quickly. They can get the job done right. And it can be anything from that roof. It can be a window replacement. It can be all your windows being replaced, a full kitchen or bath remodel, whatever it is that you want to have done at your home. Precision Window and Kitchen can do it all. Stop by their showroom at 1111 Cushion Avenue. You can see some of the materials that they work with, and you can talk with them about some of the things that they can do to your home to help fortify it and beautify it. Maybe you want to throw some vinyl siding up there, make it a lot easier to hose it off, get all this smoke residue off your home with a simple hose or a power washer. Easy when you have vinyl siding. They can talk to you about all of that. Or you can go and get a free quote by going to their website, precisionwindowandkitchen.com. That's precisionwindowandkitchen.com. So there's a story that I was alerted to yesterday, um, you know, sitting at my desk working on some other things. Someone shoots me a text and says, you know, there's something going on at a home in Hanson, Hanson, Massachusetts, which is, you know, over on the South Shore there. And they said there's this, this home is being raided. They're taking boxes out of the home. There's people milling about, in the, you know, it looks like federal agents milling about in the backyard. And so I start reaching out to some of our contacts. I, I reach out to the Plymouth County DA, and I ask them about if they know what's going on. I reach out to the FBI in Boston. Um, the FBI did get back in touch with me and said this is not our investigation. But it turns out that the investigation is being done by federal agents. I don't know what agency, but also with the Animal Rescue League of Boston. And what they were doing is they were taking boxes. This comes from NBCBoston.com. They were taking boxes, paper bags, and empty animal crates out of an East Washington Street home in Hanson. They have referred questions to the U.S. Attorney's Office. I haven't heard back from them about it. Um, they, NBC Boston is saying that a representative for the U.S. Attorney's Office told them that they couldn't confirm or deny that there was an investigation, uh, but that we do know that the FBI is not involved in it. Uh, a neighbor tells NBC Boston, you know, they're nice, quiet people, but there's no indication as to why they are raiding this home. But it, it obviously has something to do with animals. So this will be a story that we will definitely keep an eye on. We know, of course, the Animal Rescue League of Boston and the animal organizations in Massachusetts are very serious about any cases of animal abuse. They're very serious about any instances where animals are being trafficked. So this could turn into something. It could also turn out to be nothing. But the fact that the investigation is ongoing is going to keep us from finding out all the details. Uh, hopefully the U.S. Attorney's Office will provide us with more information when they can, and, and we can pass it along with you. But if you remember, you know we've had a number of cases here on the South Coast with animal abuse issues. There was the case in Marion. There was the case on the farm in Westport. The, I mean, it, uh, unfortunately, people have, and sometimes people have the right intentions. You know, I want to take in every cat that I can because I love them all and I want them to have a home, but then when you have too many and you can't care for them all, you have a situation in which there's neglect. But I, I reached out to somebody that I know who kind of knows who the folks are that live in this home. And just like the neighbor told NBC 10 Boston this, I, I don't know what this could be about. 
I can't can't imagine there's anything, especially animal related, that would be against the folks that live there. So we'll see. We'll see what uh, what comes about of this investigation. But it's uh, it's certainly something worth keeping an eye on, just in case it does turn out to be another one of these stories like we've unfortunately heard far too often. And then there's another interesting story that comes out of South Boston that I uh, caught my eye as I was you know following up with this animal story that there's a, a family in South Boston that had a Charlie Chaplin statue out in their yard that was stolen out of their yard. And this, this was hand-painted by the woman who lives there, by her father. The woman who lives there, Jessica Doyle, her late father, Dan Doyle, painted the Charlie Chaplin statue before he passed away in 2018. And they had it out in their yard, and someone stole it. And it's a very heavy statue, so it probably were, was a couple of people involved in this. And that's sad enough that they took something that has sentimental value. But the Charlie Chaplin statue contained the ashes of Dan Doyle and his father. So the ashes of two people were in the statue that was stolen out of this yard. And I don't know that the people who stole the statue knew that when they stole it. And perhaps now knowing that, they probably want to bring it back. The first thing that popped into my mind when I heard about that is it's graduation time. It could just be some kids doing a senior prank. You know, they might have stolen the statue and brought it into the school or something. So it could surface. But I would hope that whoever did steal it sees this story and realizes that they... They didn't just steal a statue. They stole the receptacle that holds the remains of two human beings. And that it'll hopefully just reappear one morning in the yard of the Doyle family. But again, horrible enough that they stole this out of their, their family's, uh, out of this family's yard. But it has the remains of two people in it. Just bring it back. Bring it back. You, I'm sure they'll be happy if you just leave it there overnight. You don't even have to come and apologize. But still, I don't get why people do things like that anyway. But I just wonder what's going through their head when they they read the story. They're probably like, you know, giggling and snickering and oh, let's look it up online and see if anybody's talking about it. Uh, they type it up. So, you know, stolen statue, stolen Charlie Chaplin statue. <laughs> let's see. Uh, uh, all right. Here's the story. All right. Uh, 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 and, and, and then it also contains the, uh, oh, damn. Oh, oh, damn. We got to bring that back. So hopefully they do. 508-996-0500. Going to take our last break of the hour and be back in a few moments. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.